Hello, writers! This is a podcast about NaNoWriMo where we get you ready for November. I'm Liz Leo. And I'm Christina Horner. And this is How to Win NaNo. As a reminder, Liz and I are not actually affiliated with NaNoWriMo in any way. We've just won a lot. So, Christina, NaNo is about to begin soon, and you said that we had a listener question that would be really good to prepare for. Yeah, so this is one that uh, really spoke to me, and I'm sure will speak to many of our listeners. Um, This question is from Studio Lindsay, Studio Lindsay P. Um, She asked tips for balancing writing with other life stuff like working. So this mm-hmm. is like a this is like a pretty common question I feel like for nano in general. Um but I wanted to take it one step further mm-hmm. to kind of relate to something that I think a lot of us might be feeling which is writing when your tank is empty. Yes, and you'll notice that this car metaphor comes from the fact that Christina's baby is now currently obsessed with cars. <laughs> is that where it comes yes. from? Yes. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that your tank can be empty. And I think in, in previous nano years, like prior to 2020, mm-hmm. a really common time that people might experience an empty tank when it comes to being a writer is, you know, maybe in the like 30,000s of your novel or the like hump. the kind of like just past halfway in November where, you know, you're kind of out of that initial... Um, like adrenaline rush, but you still have like quite a bit to go. Yeah. And you're like, oh God, I used all my energy, but there's still so much left. Yeah. All those crazy people who use their adrenaline at the beginning and not the end like me. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. So that's, you know, when you put a lot of creative energy into something, it's, it's Mm -hmm. like not uncommon to, to feel like maybe your tank is running a little bit low, but what about when you're in the second year of a pandemic (laughs) doing your second nano in, you know, effectively some form of quarantine and you start the month with an empty tank. Yeah, uh, that happens to me often. Like, it is not always easy to sit down to a blank page and there's people who don't love the blank page in addition to having an empty tank. Well, and I think think what's really poignant about this um, specific situation is that a lot of times like your, your tank will be empty in terms of writing, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, I've lost my momentum. I don't really know what to do. I ran into a plot hole, but this is like, I feel like a lot of people's life tanks are empty right now. We have been like pushing and chugging to get through this like crazy time we're at in the world. There's a lot of bad news going on out there. You know, we thought we'd be done with this by now. Things are like worse than ever. And now we're supposed to take on another gargantuan creative endeavor. Yeah, like you could be working from home and and facing a lot of tank emptiness from being isolated, or you could have never gotten the chance to work from home and always been working in public, and that could certainly lead to your tank being empty. Both are exhausting in completely different ways. Yeah. Um, You could be physically tired because you've been stressed or worried, or maybe you've lost a family member, Mm -hmm. or maybe you haven't seen your friends in months and months and months. Maybe you haven't been able to visit your family since this whole thing started. Or like me, I often go four plus days without going outside. Yeah, maybe you're not exercising. the daylight. I'm not not exercising. Yeah, you're not like, I mean, I used to get half my steps just by, like, walking to my car, driving yeah. to the office, parking in the parking garage, going up the stairs. Like, I 
barely leave my house these days. Yeah. You know, I'm exhausted. I'm not exercising. I mean, these are all like a different Bad problem. Sleep. But like, you know, there's so many different reasons your tank could be empty. And that involves both physical. It involves both writing, but it involves uh, mental as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just sort of naturally experiencing some level of burnout right now mm-hmm. from everything going on. You know, people are burned out on the things they're reading on Facebook. They're burnt out arguing with people about, like, the different facets of this pandemic. Social media and news, I think, are very important to stay connected to people and to stay informed. And, you know, there's a certain amount of privilege to not being connected. And I think it's important to be connected with what's going on in the world. But that can really burn you out when you have to be creative. There's also just doom scrolling, you know? Like, that's not keeping yourself connected. That's just bumming yourself out and, like, feeding into this, like, social media, like you know, yeah. mess that we've created. And then there's just, you know, like not knowing when you get to have plans again, mm-hmm. not knowing when you're going back into the office if you're working from home, not knowing when the hospitals are going to stop being full and, you know, like our, our first line workers just being exhausted and having the rules change on them all the time. There's just a lot going on. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I don't even think I really chatted about it last time that this year I was diagnosed with ADHD So there's people with chronic pain, chronic illness, or, you know, people with mental illness that Mm -hmm. are dealing with that burnout all the time. So we don't have all of the solutions. Totally. Not even close. Yeah. And I mean, there's probably a million things that we haven't Mm -hmm. even mentioned here. Like even just coming from like the parent perspective, Mm -hmm. I've got a toddler now who's bouncing off the walls (laughs) and I can't even take him to the park or the zoo or like a friend's house. You know, he's just like trapped in here with me. (laughs) I would not be surprised if like half of Christina's novel ended up being rhymes about trucks (laughs) trucks <laughs> because that's i think the main literature she's been exposed to this recently. is just so you know this is very top of mind right now because liz has spent the night uh this weekend so that we can record podcasts but in doing so has learned just how many times i have to read max his favorite books like and she's even been given the opportunity to read them as well the best part is is there's a series of his favorite books so it's not just one book that she has to read over and over it's a series that she has to read over and over that they're all the same are the same yeah (laughs) anyway so burnout we've (laughs) felt it even just recently yes um so okay your tank is empty we've identified tons of ways in which your tank can be empty how can you fill it that's a great question that is a you'd almost think that because we have a podcast we're like supposed to have the answers (laughs) i mean we have ideas i mean we have to we've had to deal with this dozens more than a dozen times i can't remember how many and we're obviously doing nano again this year so we're gonna have to come up with some kind of coping mechanism yeah i mean first off we were saying okay imagine the burnout is just oh i'm sorry i can't get move forward with this like plot or the scene we were saying some small things you can do is like i i take a nap what <laughs> yeah. do you do um go for a walk you know i put myself in a position like everyone's got those places that mm-hmm. they do their best thinking and brainstorming so yeah. whether that's a walk a drive a shower yeah. you know make sure that you're setting aside time not showers if you normally listen yeah. to music or podcasts or whatever when you're doing those things like maybe just do a few in silence just to mm-hmm. give yourself lots of time to ponder or listen to your book spotify playlist Yes. Yeah. Also, I realized I just told you not to listen to podcasts, but like listen, listen to, to this us. one yeah. and then don't listen to any of it. Yeah, this is the good. This is the only <laughs> podcast you're allowed to listen to in November. Please well, subscribe. Do 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 what you need to do. But this just is kidding. This is the only podcast guaranteed to help you win Nano in November. Yeah. Do we guarantee that? <laughs> well, soft guarantee. Soft guarantee. Absolutely. Not, it's not a money back guarantee. No. So okay. 
what about when you, it's not about the novel, it's about maybe emotional burnout or something having to do with life that's rough that's making it harder to write. I know that, like, self-care is such a buzzword lately and, like, it's such a meaningless thing without actually... Toxic positivity is a thing. Right. But, I mean, genuinely, if if you have the time or can make the time, doing some things that fill you up, whether that's, you know... Not in November, because you probably need the time for writing, but, like, you know, now in October, watch a show that inspires you, that you think has, mm-hmm. like, a really great story, or, you Take know. a little road trip before you, uh, yeah. before you do Nano to a place that may inspire you. And that doesn't necessarily need to be, like, you know, take time off work no. or take a whole weekend. Like, like, take two hours. Yeah. Drive somewhere. I think you've done that flowers. before, Christina. I feel like you did something once where you had your Twitter members uh, choose places for you to go and yeah. get spent a day. That wasn't writing-related, no. but it was fun. Yeah. But, I mean, that can clear your head. Totally. Yeah. And, I mean, like... And I know we talk about this all the time, but it's because it is foolproof. But if you have writing friends... Well, first of all, if you don't have writing friends, get writing friends. They're yeah. everywhere. They want to be on, your friend. We're on Twitter. We can be your writing friends. We can be your writing friends. Or other people listening to this podcast. Yes. I'm going to wager would want to be your writing friend. So mm-hmm. first of all, you should tweet at us. If you're looking for writing friends, we can help connect you. Yes. But find someone to talk writing with because I am never more inspired to write as I am after having a conversation about my writing with a friend. A hundred percent. Even just hearing about writing, like when I go to writing group, there's times where we're critiquing someone's story. Mm-hmm. And even after that, just seeing someone else's story and how they've worked with a prompt make me so ex- inspired. Yeah, totally. And I feel like sometimes there's like a plot point that you can't figure out and you've been going in circles around it and you're too close to the project, but you can ask someone else like, oh, I just need motivation. Like, why would this girl go to this place this summer? And someone's like, oh, I don't know. What if it was this? And it's like just being that much removed from an idea can sometimes make the really impossible seem obvious. So it's a great way to work on like plotting just to get an outside perspective, just to kind of hype each other up and inspire each other and just like get excited. In this nano, I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a, a little like challenge. Find someone to, that you can be their hype man yeah. or woman, hype person. I love that. Be someone else's hype man. Not, yeah. Don't, or hype person. Yes. Yeah. Don't hype folk. Nope. Hype, hype folk. Hype, hype pal. Hype pal. I like Either that. hype pal. So yeah, a lot of times I think that we put the onus on you to go find someone, but this year, because we all have empty tanks and sometimes it's hard to ask for help, go find someone Aww. to hype up. Go, go that. be someone's hype pal. Yeah. And I would love if you guys would share with us on Twitter yeah. how you went about this and, and who you picked and why. And that's at how to win nano. At how to win nano on Twitter. Yes. Liz, Please tweet us. Can I be your hype pal? Yes. Can I be your hype pal? Absolutely. I'm going to practice right now. Um, Christina, I am so into the fact that you have memorized all these books for your kid <laughs> and can say them over and over and over. And every time I watch you say it to him, it makes me so happy because you're so calm and it's so sweet. And I know this isn't about writing, but I want to <laughs> hype up how cute it is to see your kid like climb into your lap and hold a book for you to read. There's nothing better than having a kid who likes reading. Yeah. Hopefully that continues. Thank you. That was good hype.
Right. Um, okay, I'm going to be your hype pal. Okay. I guess the, it's not November yet, so I will also do some life hype. I am so excited that you are starting a new job. Yeah. And that you put so much effort into making sure that you're starting this job on the right foot and that you've, you know, you found your dream job and you went into these interviews and you showed them that I'm so excited. you were right for this role. And it is definitely scary to be starting a new job right before yeah. NaNo. Um, but I know you can do it and you're going to juggle it like a champ. Thanks. Hopefully if I've already started it and then hopefully if you follow me on Twitter, you'll get to see where it is that I'll be working because it's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So my challenge was for you to find someone to hype up in Nano, but you should be someone's hype pal just all the time. Yeah. And I honestly, I felt better after hyping you. Like, I felt like I, I filled my tank a little bit. Yeah. It really, I think, honestly, helping other people, you know, there's there's a limit. There's diminishing yeah. oh, returns yeah. on how much Whew, you can boundaries. fill your tank by helping other people. But I think these, especially like, I, I mean, I don't want to diminish it by saying this, but like hyping someone is pretty low effort. And like this kind of low effort, just like making sure that someone else knows you're rooting for them is a great way to just like, I don't know, make your, give yourself that little like, yeah, I made someone else's day today. I feel, I feel good about that. It's sort of like how, you know, there's some spells that um, use mana, but then give you some energy back Mm -hmm. when you play that spell. It's very much like that. Like hyping someone does take some energy, but I feel like I got more back than almost for any other task. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. I love that. That's a good way to just sort of like put a little bit of that positivity out in the world in a pretty low effort way. But what about like the fact that like we still have jobs that we have to do and we still have families we have to take care of um, or be there for. We still have some amount of social obligation, even though for the most part, most of us probably still aren't leaving our houses too much. What about just juggling it all? I mean, there's only so much hype that can actually like hype can't put more hours in your day. Yeah, I mean, I think there's two things. One is I hope maybe we have some actual tactical uh, advice, but I'm a huge believer, and I believe we've talked about this before, about just feeling your feelings and Mm -hmm. feeling the grief and not feeling like you always have to conquer it because it is hard sometimes. And there's times where I just need to, like, cry and rewatch The Office and (laughs) then cry and then eat some cake and drink Mm -hmm. some tea and sleep and... You can't ignore the fact that, like, occasionally the way to feel better is just to let it all go. Do you think you've even, like, not pandemic, uh, like, pandemic aside, do you think you've ever made it through a November without crying at least once? No. I mean, I barely can make it, make it through a week just normally without crying, though. So <laughs> yeah, I'm maybe the wrong person to ask. But I don't know if I've ever cried about... I I wouldn't say that I've like specifically cried about Nano. I mean, maybe I have. It's been many years, but I feel like there's always like some breaking point in the month where like something gets to me. Um, and I like just, it's just a lot. It's a lot (laughs) to take on. Yeah. There's a lot, like your life doesn't stop just because you decide to write a novel. For me, it's always hard because I tend to back end when I write and I tend to be very productive at the end of the month. Hey, ADHD, you get a lot of adrenaline and that makes you productive. Mm -hmm. But So there's definitely a point, usually about three quarters of the way in, where I see everyone else close to finishing and I'm not, and it really stresses me out. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it, if it helps, (laughs) it stresses me out too, (laughs) seeing you that far. I'm like, no, is this going to be the year Liz doesn't make it? Which is funny because I've also noticed this is how I do everything in life. This is not just how I do nano. So I don't know, maybe one way to think about how to fill your tank in these moments when you're juggling everything is like, how do you do other things that are important to your, in your life? Like, how do you yeah. uh, do, how do you do your work? 
And then think, is there ways where it's like, well, when I'm at work and I get really stressed out, I have to go out and have coffee with my friend and walk around the building. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, well, how can you translate that to nano? What if it's like with your kids when you're really stressed out? It's like, oh, I absolutely need my wife to take the kid for a while so I can, you know, go to the spot. Like, I think that there's ways that how you deal with other things in your life that are stressful that you can translate here too. Yeah, I think... A lot of times, I mean, I'm very lucky that I have a very creative husband who was an editor and is good at writing. <laughs> yeah. Um, because a lot of times if I'm feeling stuck or frustrated, I can just like, a lot of times I'll just, I'll find where he is and I'll just lay on the floor <laughs> next to him. And that's, that's like a pretty clear sign that I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. So he'll be like, what, what's up? Um, and he'll either like help me through like a plot struggle that I'm having or just like give me a pep talk or sometimes like even like a small bribe. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But usually, you know, having, I mean, I'm very fortunate to have like a very supportive partner who can usually help me reroute whatever's going mm -hmm. on and either give me permission to take a break or give me that like extra push I need to like finish yeah. the thing I'm trying to do. So yeah. there's, I'm sure like, even if you don't have a partner that you live with that can be that person for you, I'm sure there's someone, you know, a yeah. parent, a friend, a roommate that hopefully understands what you're going through with Nano and can just be there to be a shoulder to lean on when you need it. Maybe one good thing to do and exercise, especially if you're worried about juggling things and dropping it and don't feel like a burden, don't feel guilty, don't feel bad. Think of a person in your life who can help you out and think of a thing that you're worried about dropping, a thing you're worried about juggling. Maybe it's childcare, maybe it's work, maybe it's this or that. It could be something as small as dishes mm -hmm. and ask for help beforehand. Like yeah. ask for help and say, hey, I'm going to be going through nano. I mean, this, this is sort of embarrassing to admit, but like I have a lot of trouble getting some things done around my house. And sometimes my mom, my mom comes over and helps me wash my dishes. And at first I felt really ashamed, but then I realized like, I have trouble doing this thing and she doesn't mind at all helping me. Yeah. And she loves being around and, and the people in your life like helping you mm -hmm. and they like being around you because they're your friends or your family. And so maybe there's just that one thing where it's like, gosh, I am dreading not being able to like vacuum and mm -hmm. finding someone to vacuum for you. Yeah. Like could help. Totally. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. And I think that's super important that like, communication ahead of time. I actually like we're so this is coming out end of October, but mm -hmm. we're recording it in September and I have already sat down with my husband and said, "Okay, Nano's coming up. Mm -hmm. It's always a busy time. I also have a big event at work mm -hmm. and I also have my publishing company is putting out two books in that yeah. general time frame." I basically just leveled with him. I was like, "I am going to be extremely busy. I'm not going to let my specific responsibilities drop, but I am going to need help. Yeah. And, you know, he was receptive to that. Um, yeah. And I know not every, like, again, I said, no, not everyone has like a live-in partner. Yes. Um, but there are still probably people you can lean on. Yeah. Or not everyone has a mother who lives close by who right. can help you out. And and I think the, the opposite side of this is much like how we're saying, lean on someone for help. If you're a guilty person or worried about feeling like a burden, also spend some time thinking about how you can help that person or another person yeah. later in the year. Exactly. When you're not at Nano. So, you know, it, it's always a balance. And I think yes. that's truly what we believe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, something else that I am doing this year that, um, again, is something that I realize comes with privilege, but maybe other people are in the same boat as me because of the pandemic. I have a lot of um, vacation time oh, yeah. saved up that I haven't used. Um, and so I'm actually taking a day off of work in October to just like 
work on nano prep. Um, yeah. and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, like I've got a lot to sort through cause I'm working on a continuation of a novel and I think it is going to take me like a whole day of dedicated time surrounded by sticky notes and index <laughs> cards. But if you, if you are one of those people who like hasn't used your time off or could take a mental health day or something yeah, like that. Cause there's so many people who haven't been vacationing or traveling. Yeah. Or even if you can't, if you just have like a weekend day where you don't yeah. have plans, find a chunk of time and just dedicate it to working on your novel. Like give your novel that much value in your life mm-hmm. that it that you can take some uninterrupted time. And like I guess I've never part of the reason this is novel for me is cuz I've never considered taking time off work just to like plot my novel. And I am, you know, I'm older now than I was when I started doing nano and I have the ability to do that kind of thing now. Yeah. But like I do think that it is sort of a like a, a grand gesture, which it I is. think is I think something we've talked about in the past. Like if you if your novel is important to you, you know, maybe you can take a day off of work or take a weekend day or mm-hmm. even just like don't make plans for like a whole week after work. Like find some way to dedicate like a larger chunk of time to this yeah. than you normally would. We do often talk about dedicating time to yourself in November, but dedicating some time to yourself in October mm-hmm. can be equally important. And we know this is coming out October 27th. <laughs> oh, true. <clears throat> but, you know, dedicate some time to yourself on October 28th. True. Yes. Um, And something else that um, has been helpful for me to sort of reframe time that you're taking for yourself is that I totally get that when you look at your calendar and you've got like pick up mom from the airport, take kids to soccer practice, go to the dentist, like do all these things for other people, meetings for work. Those feel like immovable, important things that you have to do. And if you have like read a book, watch my favorite show, work on my novel, those are things that you're only answering to yourself and it might feel easier to kind of push aside. And some people don't even think to put those kinds of things on their calendar. But I've found that if you actually make like a meeting for yourself and actually block out time and treat it like a meeting that Mm -hmm. you can't miss, you know, you'd be letting yourself down if you bailed on this meeting. That can also sometimes give the things you need to do a little bit more value, um, even if it's just kind of finding a way to trick yourself into feeling that way. I've always respected the people at work who block off their lunch hour mm-hmm. and are like, this is for me. You just can't schedule meetings, nothing during this hour. Totally. And you get used to it. People who create firm boundaries on their time usually are respected. You are, I'm always so worried about creating boundaries on my time. And I forget that the people that I see who I respect create firm boundaries for themselves. Totally. Yeah. And I think like a similar kind of thing with focus time. Like a lot of times if I have a busy week ahead of me, I will on Monday look at my week and be like, okay, I've got these few pockets and I will block those off as focus time because Mm -hmm. it's like, you know what? I'm full up on meetings this week. I'm not taking any more. I have too many and I need the rest of this time to actually do my work. Yeah. I will. I mean, so here's another ADHD thing, which I I bet there's a lot of our listeners who are, um, neurodivergent who may find this useful because I I had a friend who messaged me recently and said, Liz, you have ADHD. How do you write so much? I never can write. I try to, I have, I can't. And, and part of it really is pressure. The pressure of NaNoWriMo really helps me the dependence. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so one thing that, um, people with ADHD have is, um, or can help them is mirroring or so like if someone else is doing something, you can sort of do it with them and it helps you get it done. So that's another thing with Nano is that it is you are essentially mirroring with thousands of other people doing it. Yeah. I am really organized at work mm-hmm. and really awfully unorganized in my personal life. But it, at work, there's deadlines. There's people who depend on me at home. I live alone and it's just me and it's like, ah, whatever. So um, I don't know. Like I, I'm equally 
and I've always struggled with how to juggle my own time. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> there wasn't really an answer to this, but maybe at some point we could do an episode about uh, I could always talk about r- doing nano while neurodivergent. Yeah, that would be a great that yeah. would be a great episode. Now, let us like. know if that's something that that you relate to. And I'll try and be on Twitter as well to talk about it because sure. I'm trying to advocate more for myself and others now that I, I know think more that's about great. This. And I love I love that you bring that different perspective to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, in so many ways, we are so opposite when it yeah. comes like d- despite like being best friends and always having done this challenge and loving like working on projects together. I appreciate that our approach um, and even just the way our brains work is completely different. different. And I I mean, we learn a lot, I think from each other um, just because of that. Mm -hmm. And it's great. I love it. Um, So yeah, I think, I don't know if we answered the question. I I learned a lot, I think. Yeah. And I mean, we, this is one of those situations where like we're building the boat as we're sailing it. Honestly, we don't know all the answers. I would love if people had suggestions for how they fill their tank. I think that's just something that like everybody could learn from each other. Yeah. Um, And I could definitely use some more suggestions too, because as a still relatively new mom, it's, you know, it's one thing to like, it's one thing to be like, hey, friends, I can't do this thing with you tonight. It's another to, like, hear your baby crying downstairs and think, like, no, I need to stay up here and write. That is a that, – that pulls at your heartstrings. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really hard when you've got another person's life that you're trying to tell yourself, like, no, I need to do this thing. It, it's tough. It's yeah. very tough. And with a new job, I also imagine that because I'm so dependent on – or I guess my productivity is dependent on other people, I probably will f- – and I'm a people pleaser mm-hmm. – will probably feel like I have to dedicate more time than – if I had just been doing this job for years. That's true. There is that mindset of like, I need to show everyone that I'm eager and Mm -hmm. and like proactive. And, you know, I've, in my job, I've been there for a year. And if I disappear for a couple of hours, no one's going to care. Yep. So I I think please tweet at us again, um, in addition to some of the other questions we asked to, if you have any ideas about how to fill your tank. Yes. I think we could all Yes. Use some more ideas. Yeah. And um, again, that's uh, at How to Win Nano. On Twitter. Um, thank you, Studio Lindsay, for this great question. I think it sparked some really interesting discussion that I hope is useful to people this year. Um, I am very excited and nervous for Nano. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it's just Nano. You know, regardless of everything else going on, like, all we got to do is write 50,000 words. The, pro- the, like, the, the project never changes. Yeah. And maybe that's why I enjoy it is because it's like the same game every year, but since you're at different levels in your life, it feels like a different game. Totally. Yeah. And this year's just hard mode. Yeah. Why just not? Just like last year. Keep, keeps being hard. We keep the same. Well, maybe one day there'll be easy mode, but we haven't reached it <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And so you can also email us at howtowinnano at gmail.com if you have any bigger questions, maybe episode ideas. Again, please let me know if you'd be interested in hearing a um, how to do nano while neurodivergent episode. And as always, you're always welcome to send us your life story. Yeah. Again, Christina's can compile them into a short, a short <laughs> oh God. memoir. Someday I'll put, I'll put a book together of all of our listeners' <laughs> life stories. Yeah. Yep. That sounds like a good use of my time. You can also <laughs> check out our Patreon and that's patreon.com slash how to win nano. We appreciate our patrons so much. That's why we sound hopefully a little better this season. And even if we don't, that's why it is taking me way less time to edit these episodes. Oh, yeah. And also. Boo!
Whoa, that was that was because of our patrons right there. (laughs) I just pressed a button. Maybe that's the like thank you patrons. Yeah, thank you patrons. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Um, well, that that was our episode for today. Um, I hope you guys are all ready for Nano. It is right around the corner. I hope everyone has a good year. Yeah. Um, and we'll have a kickoff episode on the oh, first, yeah. like always. Don't you worry. Our pep talk is coming. Oh, yeah. And until next time, keep, keep writing. writing. Talking talking like normal. Like, I'm talking normal levels. Levels, yes. Yeah. Okay.